It's Monday the 13th of February. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Dan McHugh, joined by co-host Shane Lee. How you doing? I am very, very sore, Dan. What? Why? <laughs> well, my seven-year-old son, Thomas, he's into his cricket now and um, asked me if we could go to the cricket nets with a couple of his mates. And I always remember me asking my dad if he could take me to the cricket nets, and he's never said no. So, of course, I said yes, and we went down there, and I bowled for the first time in a while. Mate, I can't move I can't move my right shoulder today. I've never had a sore shoulder in my life. And I woke up, my back's sore, my side's sore, my arm's gone, I'm getting old, Dan. Mate, were you pegging the cricket ball at seven-year-olds? Look, I might have got three for 13 <laughs> off 10, but hey, you, you do what you have to do, buddy. <laughs> Those poor kids, they're probably traumatised. All right, today on the show, we'll be recapping the first test of the Indian tour, some other cricket bits floating around, some news in the EPL, NRL, having a look at the pre-season game, the AFL, UFC, Super Bowl, it's hoops and more. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. Having a look at the cricket, Shane, and things didn't look good for Australia and Nagpur in the first test of their Indian tour. No, it was a terrible start. The Aussies beaten within three days. Uh, and to be bowled out second innings in a session, it was pretty embarrassing from the Aussies all around. Look, Australia did okay in the first innings. We got 177. We spoke about this last on Friday. Labashane was a top scorer, but Jadeja was a, the left-arm spinner for India, was just almost unplayable. Took five for 47. India responded with 400. Rohit Sharma, the captain, getting 120 off 212 balls, so you can bat on this wicket. And once again, the spinner, Jadeja, uh, chipped in with 70. And then unfortunately, mate, our last innings, uh, we're all out for 91 in, in less than a session. Steve Smith, the sole guy, he, he gave a little bit of fight, uh, 25 not out. And Ravi Ashwin, the other spinner for India, took 5 for 37, but um, not a great start. And it really goes to... Um, a few of the big questions coming out of this first test. Was our preparation correct by actually only going to North Sydney Oval and not going to India earlier? And why wouldn't you pick Head, who was the number number four test batsman in the world at the moment? They didn't pick him. So a few big blunders, I think, from the Aussies. So that, that's actually the lowest score Australia have ever had in India, right? So what a grim start. What needs to be done to change that shape? Well, a few things, mate. We, we, need, we need to score more than 177 in the first innings. Um, to be really competitive in a test match in India, you want to be getting 300 plus when you bat first. Being bowled out for 91 just doesn't work. I think the highlight of the test match uh, was young Todd Murphy who came in and took seven wickets on debut. He did really, really well. He's going to be a, a really good asset um, once Nathan Lyon retires in the future. Um, so well done to him. But look, they'll, they'll bring Head back in now. Um, but what that does to him, he's been playing so well. And when you get dropped 
when you're actually performing well and you think you've cemented your spot in the team and that's taken away from you, I think it has real mental ramifications for the future. And I think he's going to struggle moving forward, poor head. And I, I really do feel for the guy. Still on cricket, looking at the ICC Women's T20 World Cup. The Aussies are looking pretty good after smashing New Zealand, Shane. Yeah, very, very strong start. As I said at the start, almost unbackable favourites, the Aussie girls. Um, very, very different vibe over there in South Africa. Uh, we batted first, um, scored nine for 173. Alyssa Healy, back from that calf injury, 55 off 38 balls. Um, but it was Ashley Gardner, our spinner, who took five for 12. Brilliant figures. And uh, the White Ferns all out for 76 of only 14 overs in reply. So Australia very, very dominant. There's, this team they've got, there is no holes, there's no gaps, there's no weaknesses in, in this um, Aussie girls team. And it will only really be themselves to, <laughs> to have a really, really bad performance in the final if, if they were to lose it. But I think they're unbackable favourites. So they're playing Bangladesh on Wednesday. How do you reckon that'll go? That'll be a little bit different. Um, but over in South Africa, the, the ball doesn't turn a lot. Um, particularly up in, in Joburg when you're playing at altitude, um, it's good for the fast bowlers. Um, but I, look, I, I think that uh, we'll, we'll bat first and get a big score on the board there. Okay, some big games in the English Premier League over the weekend, Shane. Yeah, so a few little highlights to look at here. Arsenal stumbled once again. Um, they're getting some real wobbles at the top of the to the leaderboard there um, with a 1-1 draw with Brentford. Uh, Tottenham uh, top four hopes were also dented by a 4-1 thrashing to at Leicester. And, and Harry Suter, our Aussie, was, uh, was there with a really good assist there. But the big news coming out of the weekend that Nathan Jones was sacked by Southampton after only 14 games and it was a, it was a 2-1 loss uh, to also struggle as the Wolves was a, the, the final um, nail in his coffin. So Nathan Jones, yeah, now we're looking for another job. So it, it seems like there might be something else going on in that club because if you read into it, he wasn't allowed to coach the way, or sorry, he wasn't allowed to manage the way he likes to. What do you reckon uh, is in the future there for Southampton? Well, mate, they'll have to come and replace it. But it sounds like uh, when you've got a very, very strong um, ownership um, and board that, that own the club and they want to run the club because they're putting all the money into it um, and really say to the coach, you have to coach this way, it's very, very hard to do your job well. So I dare say under that structure, they can't be successful moving forward because if you're bringing a coach with his own flair and his own ideas and they, ta- they cut him off by the knees, it's just not going to work. 100%. All right, mm. let's take a quick break. But in a moment, we'll be talking AFL, NRL, UFC and more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this summer is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Looking at the AFL, the Adelaide Crows have surprised the AFL world with their choice of captain change. Yes, yeah, so a big call here. So Rory Sloan, who is the captain, has been the captain for the last four seasons, is stepping down. And they've chosen um, youngster Jordan um, Dawson, who's only 25, to take on the leadership reins. He's only played 22 games. Um, he actually 
was at the Sydney Swans and requested under the home transfer rule um, to be moved back to Adelaide, and he's done that. But Matty Nix, who's the coach and a former Sydney Swans himself, is a huge fan, apparently, of Jordan Dawson. Hence, has given him the reins at um, only 25 years of age and 22 games under his belt. So big responsibilities, but uh, he must see something pretty special in this kid. Now, kind of still on the AFL, I'm guessing a lot of Aussies will be going for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl today as former NRL player Jordan Mailata and former AFL Aaron Sipos make history today. It's huge, mate. It's um, it's literally 45 minutes away from, from uh, kickoff, and uh, and I can't wait. Will it be Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs that get over the Australian Philadelphia Eagles, I'm calling him now, because we've got Jordan Mailata <laughs> and Aaron Sipos. Uh-huh. Um, look, if, if Jordan Mailata and Aaron Sipos win, that'll, that'll be the first time an Aussie has ever been on-field role in a Super Bowl title. Now, we had Jesse Williams, who is a Super Bowl winner when he won with the Seattle Seahawks, but he was injured for the final, didn't play. And then other two other Aussies that made a Super Bowl was Ben Graham with Arizona, but unfortunately he lost, and Mitch uh, Wisnowski uh, with the San Francisco 49ers also lost. So pretty, pretty special. If these two happen to win... They'll be the first two on-field guys to to take a Super Bowl ring, which will be huge. These guys are such examples of resilience. I mean, neither mm. of them really had that strong history with their Aussie footy codes, um, but they've both definitely got strong bank accounts now. <laughs> did you see the um, Did you see the uh, figures <laughs> I sent over for Aaron Sipos on the spot track, mate? So he started off with what sixty five grand, and then all of a sudden, bang, as a, a it's millions and millions of dollars now. He's getting for a, for, for a punter um, who only comes on to do a couple of things here and there. I can see why Jordan Mailata, who's right there um, in, in the thick of things, why he gets paid so well. But, uh, yeah, now these boys are in uh, potential Super Bowl winners. Their bank accounts will be getting even bigger. Hell, yeah. Hey, yeah, did, did you watch the uh, the Indigenous All-Stars match on the weekend? I did. I was excited to watch it. I know there was a, quite a few players that pulled out, but uh, it was good to see the Indigenous All-Stars beat the Maori All-Stars um, for the first time in three years, 28-24. And Selwyn Cobbo um, for the Indigenous All-Stars was man of the match and he bagged a hat-trick. And uh, I like this kid. He plays for the Broncos. And he was the one that came out just recently and said, he said his coach Kevin Wallace was shit house. <laughs> <laughs> and then they've just given Kevin Wallace a, a, a contract extension as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, but I was I watched the footy over the weekend, mate. It was um, just a few games to note. Manly 30, South 28, Penrith 22 and Paris 16. The, the Roosters Melbourne game was a I thought it was a cracker and the Roosters looked really good. Uh, they they won thirty two to twenty four, and the doggies mate the doggies, doggies. thirty four to eighteen over Canberra. Well, that's a huge win. But the game I the game I wanted to watch um, just to see how they'd go was the Dolphins Shad Wicker's team mate, and they had a twenty two all draw with the Cowboys. So. Look, they're um, they're definitely not the worst. Uh, I don't think they're going to be cellar, cellar dwellers in in the first year. They look like a decent side under Wayne Bennett. When when I saw that uh, Canberra Raiders score, I was automatically the words "wooden spoon" came into my mind. Mm. But they always well, have a shit start to the season, don't you reckon? Well, like the they last do. couple of years. Yeah, they do, and um, they, but that the doggies outfit looked uh, pretty Jeez. slick. Yeah, the doggies, mate, fully sick. They are fully loaded, and they've got fully, fully good players now, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to hearing you and Shad talk about uh, the future of Kevin Walters because 
this conversation of which coach will be sacked first for the year mm. always comes up with you too. And he has hung on through all of your predictions and they've just, you know, put another two years on his contract. Well, they have, but they haven't. So they've said they've given him a two-year extension. Oh, asterisk. Yes, asterisk. There's no payout clause because if you remember, Anthony Seabold was sacked up there and they had to pay him out millions of dollars. And they don't want that to happen again. So they said to Kevin Walters, we'll give you a two-year extension, but we have the choice to sack you at any point in time. Yeah, yeah. So they effectively saying, um, we won't look for another coach for the next two years, but if you underperform, you're gone. Yeah, five minutes notice. Yeah, pack your bags, son. Huh. <laughs> did you watch any of the UFC yesterday? I did, mate. It was. Uh, I was hoping to see Volkanovski uh, become the fifth person to hold two tiles at once. But Maklachev, mate, he was uh, he was good. It went, it went it went the full distance. Did you watch it, Dan? I did. I, I, it actually went the way I was expecting it to yeah. because Makachev is naturally a bigger bloke. He's uh, you know grown up wrestling from day mm. one. You know, you get born into a wrestling ring in Dagestan. So, <laughs> but what I was, I was actually excited to see all of the other Aussies do so well, or most of them anyway. Well, uh, Joshua Kulabayo, mate, he was unbelievable. He took the roof off with his insane comeback. He. He copped one in the balls early yeah, doors. Did you see? It was like yeah. a it was oh, like God. a spin kit straight to the nuts. Oh mate, that's <laughs> got that's got to hurt. And then he just inflicted what they call a rear naked choke out. <laughs> yeah, and then he yeah. was screaming for a beer at the end. Yeah, yeah. someone give us a beer. But anyway, when he was behind him, he had him around the neck. He was choking him out and saying, you ever kick me in the fucking balls again, you're gone, son. <laughs> but also, um, uh, what's his name? Della Maddalena. Mm. He, like, is a killer, as predicted. Two minutes, 13 seconds to beat Randy Brown. Also, uh, Justin Taffer looked amazing. Yep. Uh, and needed just over a minute to knock out Parker Porter. So, I think UFC is really, really going to establish itself here in Australia. Mate, I think it has. Look, I, I drove past uh, a couple of pubs early doors before the fight, um, the, the big fight was on, and they were packed. Yeah. Um, uh, that they're getting a huge following now, and um, and it's not the crowd that you expect. Well, at least that I didn't expect. I thought it was going to be sort of rough, rough nuts in there watching it. There's all sorts of people watching the UFC. It's here to stay. All right, that's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. We're only a phone call away. And we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. Your beauty. See you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts? Like Lunch with Lee, former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians and more about sports, music and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.